Happy to see some rainfall because that certainly helps with the tree situation, Mayor. Good morning. Good morning, Joe. Yes, we, um, it was kind of bittersweet yesterday because we had our annual Mayor's Golf Tournament up at Granite Links. We raised money to help us pay for events like the Christmas Parade and Flag Day. And also we do some charitable work in the community uh, with those funds. So we thank everybody involved yesterday, all our sponsors. But, you know, I think we were just teeing off and it started to rain. <laughs> um, and, by the way, it didn't affect my game. Rain or shine, I think, in golf. Um <laughs> But we had a big turnout. Um, a lot of people were faithful. They hung in there right through 18, which was amazing. And uh, it, was a, it was a good day overall. But, yes, so that, that's the sweet uh, part, the bitter part, the rain. But, you know, at the end of the day, the rain is so badly needed. I mean, uh, we've, we've had special trucks in trying to keep the islands going. But, you know, you can always replace the grass and flowers, and they bounce back. But when you start to lose the trees and shrubs, that's, that's serious stuff. And, there's a lot of investment we've made in those areas, so we're trying to uh, sustain those. Uh, but you know, obviously, there's nothing like a good rainfall. So uh, I don't know what the total was we got. We must have got at least a half an inch, uh, which is obviously important and 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 good to get. Uh, I think we're going to get some more today, so that's all good. I mean, um, if if you just drive around, you see the fields. I haven't seen them like this in a long, long time. They're just like straw. I mean, it's it's been that bad. So. Again, the grass can bounce back, but the, the bigger materials, the trees that aren't fully mature, the kind of in between, the root growth is not deep enough to sustain itself at this point. So, um, you know, I, hopefully we'll turn the corner a little bit and we'll see some more precipitation in the next couple of months. Yeah, uh, some of the forecasters are saying the tropics are starting to get active, so we may get some precipitation that way. We just don't want to get it all at once, of course. <laughs> No, that's true. That's, we've certainly experienced that over the years, so yes. we don't need it all at once. <laughs> but we'll take what we can get in the meantime. Yeah. How much money did you raise, by the way, at the uh, charity golf tournament? Probably in the vicinity of about 150000 Joe. Wow. That's so. great. That's great. Is that pretty comparable to years past? Yeah, it's, it's probably, um, I'd say this year is probably the highest we've had. Oh. We might, we might hit 160 after everything is counted. So um, I'm very, very grateful to all our sponsors and players and a lot of the businesses of the community, and they all kick in, and they know it's uh, for good causes. So, That's good great. stuff. Great. Speaking of uh, the uh, nature of things, what's going on at the Pine Hill Cemetery expansion project, Mayor? Well, I got to check in this morning to see how yesterday affected them, because when you when you're digging out a whole section like <laughs> that, uh, when you have a heavy rain, it yep. can do some quick damage as far as flooding some things out and creating some gullies you hadn't anticipated, but mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, it's going a little slower than they first thought, but, you know, there's a lot of ledge issues up there, a lot of rock up there we're dealing with, uh, but, you know, still moving forward, and, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a great project for the city. And people, you know, you don't think about the issue of death until something happens to a loved one, truly, um, and you certainly don't think about where the loved one's going to go until that happens. So, you know, as, as you know, we were we were uh, really close to being out of graves completely, and and though I know there's a certain council that so said we shouldn't be in the cemetery business, well, we have been to the 1600s, so we're uh, we're not getting it out of any way soon until we run out of space. So, um, so you know, I, everyone's excited about this that's involved in the project. It's not only going to provide thousands of new graves, but it's it's also going to be a huge improvement on that cemetery aesthetically, beauty-wise. Uh, there's going to be some nice art elements in there, rock formations and things, uh, and some water elements that. You know, cemeteries, 
uh, not just for people at Memorial Day to remember their loved ones, Joe, but they've really become urban parks. Uh, Mount Wallace and I go by there periodically, and people walking, jogging, riding their bikes through. Uh, obviously, people visiting loved ones as well, but uh, in an in a urban setting like ours, they become a beautiful area, a safe area to go up and walk and jog and what have you. So once Pine Hill is completely repaved, the streets will all be smooth. It'll be the same for folks that live in that part of our city. People have asked me, I'm sure they've asked you, uh, when pre-sales uh, might begin. Yeah, I, I know that uh, Commissioner Murphy and his team are having discussions with um, both in-house and I think with some potential outside vendors to assist us with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's still a little early for that because okay. we, we, we don't want us to tell one and then somebody need it within, you know, uh, two months unexpectedly right. when we're not ready, you yeah. know. So it's, it's trying to find that, uh, that balance, if you will. Sure. Um, but, you know, it, it, I think once they really get moving on the rock stuff, uh, and get getting rid of some of that ledge, I think then we'll be in much better shape and, and be able to move it more quickly. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, golf uh, courses, any uh, movement on the Furnace Brook golf course uh, renovation? I know the final design's being done on the clubhouse, okay. um, and um, I'm, I got to check in with my department, but we'll be going out to bid pretty soon for that, I believe, this fall. Um, but I know to date uh, we're doing very well up there. They've exceeded, exceeded revenue expectations, uh, which then, you know, with that kind of revenue, that should pay for a good chunk of the improvements mm-hmm. uh, to the course. And, uh, of course, as you know, we, there was some controversy early on about various aspects of it, including the issue of whether um, it was going to continue with a golf course. There were a lot of rumors suggesting that the administration was going to sell it for house lots, and, um, all kinds of wacky stuff. So... The, uh, I think for the vast majority of neighbors, they're very happy that it'll stay as open space. We're not changing the use. We're embellishing the course. It needed a lot of work. Uh, and, of course, you know, just like the county has one over in Montclair that makes money for the county, mm-hmm. over time this course will only pay for itself, but I think um, help us with additional revenues as well, which will also help us with general parking uh, improvements and recreation programs and so forth. So I think it's a great program, and uh, I think for the most part, people agree with that. But will people still be able to sled in the wintertime? That's the big question. <laughs> I don't see why not. <laughs> um, we talk about there is a, uh, a state election this year. You may have heard a little bit about that. Um, and the early voting will take place beginning this Saturday, actually. I know the city is following in line with the, the new Voting Rights Act. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I don't like to, I have mixed feelings about it. I've always felt... Um, Unless you have a disability or reason to get out and vote, I I always enjoyed going out to vote that day. Uh, you see a lot of your neighbors, you see folks there. Um, you know, so you know, I have mixed feelings about it. I, I've always felt that you've had plenty of opportunity because if you're going away, you could get an absentee ballot. If you're disabled or elderly, you could get an absentee mailed home to you. Um, so now, uh, you know, mailing out the at least the application to every household. Certainly makes it easier. So I, I, I guess I would argue that people have no excuse not to vote. The flip side is, um, you know, I, I enjoy government, and, and I'm not so sure you want everybody voting all the time in the sense of if they don't know what the issues are, they don't know the candidates, don't know positions, is that wise? I don't know. Hmm. Um, you know, it, the it's a right to vote. It doesn't mean you have to vote. That's one of the great privileges of it. But uh, anyway, we'll see what happens. I know Nikki Clark and Joe Newton and the team 
at the clerk's office has done great work and uh, continue to do so. I know a lot of the mail-in ballots, they've received several thousand um, as of last week, so yep. way ahead of the game. 6,000 actually, yeah, as of, as of last week, probably more since then. How many did you get? 6,000. Six, okay. Yeah. And last I heard was about four, so that's great. Yeah. Are you endorsing any candidates this year, Mayor? Yeah, I, I am. Um, you know, I, as you know, I'm I'm a bit conservative, but I'm also a pragmatic, and uh, I've had relationships with people in government. Uh, so I am with Mara Healy. Uh, I work with her as AG. We don't agree on every issue, but I think she's uh, well experienced and manages well, and uh, she has the people of Commonwealth. So I think in her. Uh, and you know, it's the right thing to do. She's fought for for people in so many different ways, uh, like the utility companies, for example, those companies that come in take advantage of the elderly. Um, in all kinds of ways, she's been a very ad- advocate for the average person. So that's important in today's times. So I'm definitely with Mara. And of course, Lieutenant Governor Kim, Kim Driscoll is is a candidate, and uh, I've been fortunate to work with Kim over the years. She's mayor of Salem. Mm-hmm mayor a little longer than i've been mayor quincy so she's been a great resource uh, very bright um does a nice job for the city of salem and uh, i i think she'd be excellent just as uh karen polito was good for charlie baker i think karen polito i mean uh kim just could be tremendous for for mara healy because mara healy doesn't have any experience on the municipal, municipal side but kim certainly does uh and i think bringing that to the table will be big time it'll, it'll be a I, th- I think the Baker Polito is a great model, and I and I think Haley and and uh, Driscoll would fit into that model beautifully because of what they bring to the table. Um, so I, I'm certainly shooting for for them and hoping for them. Mm-hmm. Want to remind folks there is a, a Democratic uh, candidates forum tonight at Braintree Town Hall that uh, will be carried live right here on Quincy Access Television too, so folks can tune in uh, tonight. Is that for all the races yeah. for the uh, statewide races, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well. So that'll be uh, available for folks to see and educate themselves a little bit about the candidates. Great. Mayor, your uh, assessment uh, after the first day of the Orange Line shutdown, how you think it's going? Well, we're going to be uh, be in touch with folks the next couple of days at the T. Uh, from my observation point and the limited conversations I've had, it's gone very well. They've met the need with the, the coach buses, which are very comfortable buses. I know that we had uh, people with the same anxiety when the decision was made to shut Wollaston down. Yep. Uh, people going a little crazy, including a certain counselor. And, you know, within a couple of weeks after the fact, the buses were rolling. Um, people were, were very happy with the way things were going. And and the, the, what the goal wasn't to disrupt people. The goal was to get the station done more efficiently, save money, and get it done in a quicker amount of time. And that happened with Wollaston with with, uh, I think it was, they saved three years in total in millions of dollars. The orange line, you know, part of the problem when you're working on on the lines is you've got to wait to shut the system down, which is like one in the morning. you got to wait to shut the power down. You've got to set up for construction, uh, and then you've got to break down for construction, repower the system. So, you know, you've only got a couple of hours, really, to get work done. And how much can you get done? Two or three hours mm-hmm. in a night. So... I think this was a hard decision, but the right decision, and I think down the road people will be pleased uh, looking looking backward, um, realizing that it was the right move. I've uh, heard folks question, is the same thing going to happen with the red lines eventually? Well, so far, um, 
We haven't had that issue. Yeah. They've had limited red line close, you know, a week, a few days here, weekends here and there over the last several years in an effort to update and upgrade the system and the switches and, and getting ready for the new cars. So I haven't heard that yet. Um, you know, we'll deal with that when it comes. But I think we're in a little better shape uh, on the red line pieces than what happened on the orange line. So. Yeah. Mayor, I always but stay tuned. The system is old. Yes, it was neglected for a long time, and I remind people of that, Joe. It, it really was. It's it's the oldest, actually, uh, in the country, I believe. That's right. Uh, you got it. And I heard, yeah, I heard uh, fault laid on the the big dig many years ago. Uh, funding was diverted uh, at that time and really never restored. So, yeah, I mean that that certainly was part of the argument. I, I also think that um, you know the you can you, there's pros and cons about leadership and everybody and. Yeah. But, you know, the governors really didn't pay much attention to it over the years until this governor. Always appreciate the time, Mayor. Good to talk to you. Thanks. Yeah. Same here, Joe. Yep. Take care. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Quincy Mayor Thomas Coke. It's our weekly City Hall update here on AEM Quincy.